Thank you, Father. We receive illumination by your Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. All right. Welcome to the month of November. What a time we've been having in God's Word. Um, I did not want abundant life to end. And abundant life has not ended. Uh, <laughs> it cannot even end. So it's not a prayer point. Can you help me celebrate PJ for the amazing word delivered last week Sunday? Glory to God. In the month of November, our deliberation, PDAMS, please, in 15 minutes. We will need you back. Um, our deliberation in the month of November is titles, mantles, and offices. It's a mouthful. Um, titles, mantles, and offices. It's not your typical Sunday morning message. Um, so I want to warn you in advance that you did not come to a typical church. Um, so without apologies, but with all apologies, please bear with us as we enjoy God's word together. Somebody see titles, mantles, and offices. Um, why is the Lord sending us this word today? Typically in part one, I will do an introduction and lay the bricks. Um, but my part one in this series has a title. Your destiny is at stake. Um, just in case you think this is the kind of recording, we'll just record it. Maybe PD wants to like send it to a Bible school. Like it's not like for me, like it's like for them. Well, I, I have come to announce to you that today's word is for you. It's for you. I am going to discover um, that very shortly. Ephesians chapter 4 is our anchor text, verse 11 and verse 12. Um, are the scriptures we stand on in the month of November. However, I want to read from verse 1, and I want us to do this together. We'll read from verse 1. Everybody, everybody, can we attempt to read together from the New Living Translation? So you may have to consult your screens. One to go. Therefore, I, a prisoner for serving the Lord. Pause. Do you know who, who is speaking? Okay. Let's go on. Beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling for you have been called by god hello don't rush god's word can, can you see what verse one is already saying it, do you feel implicated already because he's not writing this is not the letter to timothy this is not the letter to titus this is not the letter to to simon peter of course i don't think paul would have written a letter to peter and if he did it doesn't sound like this anyways Anyways, he's, he's writing to the church. And he says, I, a prisoner for serving the Lord, I am begging you, I'm pleading with you in old King James English, I beseech thee, all right, to live a life that is worthy of your calling. Somebody say worthy of your calling. Do you know what that means? There is a life that is fitting for the call on your life. There is a way you live that, that many will see you and say, no, no. Even if you, you felt you could choose to live this way for the sakes of the calling on your life and the sacrifice that was paid for you, there is another way you should live. It says, for you have been called by God. That is a true statement concerning every believer. Hello. Are you with me so far? So, it's giving you... Um, snippets into what that life looks like let's go to verse 2 it says always be humble and gentle don't worry i'll tell you when you will join me shortly be patient with each other making allowance for each other's faults 
because of your love. He says, make every effort to keep yourselves united in the spirit, binding yourselves together with peace. It won't come natural. You are going to make efforts. Make efforts. Why? Because you have been called and you must live a life worthy of that calling. So make every effort. He says in verse 5, verse 4, verse 4, PD is jumping. He says, for there is one body. Somebody say one body. And one spirit, just as you have been called to one glorious hope for the future. Now, the word used for call so far that Paul is using is a word that means, if, if I want to be nice to you, I will tell you the nice meaning of the word. And if I want to be stern with you, I will tell you the real meaning of the word. Which one do you want? You want both. The casual surface meaning will be an invitation. You've been invited. The stern meaning of the, it's the same root word. It means a summon. Invitation is giving you vibes of, vibes of RSVP, right? Like, does it fit with my schedule? Like, can I make it? That's the vibes invitation is. But someone does not give you vibes of, does it fit your schedule? You schedule it is already scheduled for you. So you schedule it. Verse 5 says, there is one Lord, one faith, one baptism. Verse 6, one God. And Father of all, who is over all, in all, and living through all. It says in verse 7, however. Somebody say however. Now, now, this is where I need everybody to rejoin me. Have we read I? Verse 7, want to go. However, he has given each one of us a special gift through the generosity of Christ. Verse 8. That is why the scriptures say, when he ascended to the heights, he led a crowd of captives and he gave gifts to his people. He's quoting from Psalms 68. The Psalms that begin with, let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. Verse 9, notice that he says he ascended. This clearly means that Christ also descended to our lowly world. Verse 10, and the same one who descended, somebody say the same one, not another, the same one, is the one who ascended higher than all the heavens so that he might fill the entire universe with himself. So this is the post-resurrection Jesus with his post-resurrection agenda. Are you seeing it so far? To fill the entire universe with himself. How is he going to achieve that? He says in verse 11, Now, these are the gifts that Christ gave to the church. I would need my board, please. I know it's a Sunday, 11 a.m. service. I would need my board. Is it okay if I write a few things on a Sunday morning? I would need my board. I will need a phone. Not now. I will let you know. I have a phone, but I don't want to use my phone so that you remember it. I will need a phone. I will need car keys. I will need a credit card. And what else will I need? Something like, PD, can I trust you? PD has sharp brain. You can memorize 16 digits. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. So, Piki expects another car. Yeah. It's on this same altar we will share the testimony. Piki, allow some other people to be blessed too. <laughs> I need a phone. I need a phone. 
What else did I ask for? Oh, there's a key. Piggy gave me a card. I'm looking at the number. I have a few digits already. I, he, he, no, the keys are here. Keys are here. That's why I say, you know, amen. Are you there? Oh, this, this looks like a new batch. Wow. Somebody help me say thank you. All right. So where are we? It says, now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church. Number one, he gave what? Um, for those who don't know, the T is silent, okay? But it's fine. If you say it's apostle, it's okay. It's okay. We'll take it. We'll take it. it what is more important is what you carry than your, your diction. A man of God who was known to be a man of God was in a city claiming to be representing the God of the universe. And they knew there was a man of God in town. May, may your location know that there is a son, a daughter of Zion in town. In the mighty name of Jesus. It was in the festive period and this child had suddenly given up the ghost, died. And instead of rushing to the hospital, please don't get me wrong, as a doctor, always consult health workers and you know, seek medical help. But the parents knew that that direction would be a further waste of time because they knew what was responsible and they just knocked the house of the man of God and dropped the dead child there and left. If your God is God, I will come back and pick my child. And the man opened the door, saw a dead child. No questions. Who dropped? Who dropped? What is who dropped? What's, carry the child. With bad English. He didn't even speak English. Life! Enter! Now! Three words. And the <coughs> And the owners of the church. See, get ready. We are, we are entering into a season of strange testimonies. A lot of these things you hear, they happened in a time when there was no social media. So people will tell you, oh, we traveled, fire fell, we saw, you know, Azusa streets, we have pictures. I'm telling you, the next one will be on, on live. Live, like live, like live. Do you know what I mean by live? Are you there? So he says he gave some apostles, he gave... He gave... He gave and he gave Are you there so far? Alright, verse 12. It says their responsibility is to equip. Somebody say equip. God's people to do the work and build up the church, the body of Christ. It means that a weak church, an ignorant people, an untrained people are the products of these people not doing their job. Are you there? Are you there so far? Now, if you've ever heard somebody say fivefold ministry gifts, this is what they are talking about. Some say this is actually not fivefold that this is fourfold and i must flag that to you because we are raising you well now if you can't see my board what i've written is number one apostles number two prophets number three evangelists number four pastors number five teachers that's what i've written on the board it says that these ones have a unique calling so 
Are you with me so far? Every child of God has a call, an invitation, a summon. That someone is a someone to experience the life of God through salvation. Are you with me? Not every child of God has been called into the fivefold, or if you like, the fourfold. Because when you read the, can you take it back to verse 11? It says apostles, prophets, evangelists, and then it would seem as though, is verse 11 coming back on our screen? I want them to see it. Can you see? It's giving the vibes of pastors and teachers grouped together. Is, can you see it? So it's almost like that is together. Now, 2 Corinthians chapter 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. I will read from verse 17 to verse 18 in the New King James. It says, therefore, if anyone, somebody anyone, is in Christ, he, that person, she, that lady, is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. I know you know that scripture, right? Verse 18 says, Now all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself. Through Jesus Christ, reconciliation is a, is a, is a solid word. Well, let's go on and stay on track. And has given us, somebody say has given us, the ministry of reconciliation. So, what have we settled so far? Every child of God has a call. Every child of God has received a ministry. Amongst all the children of God who have received the call and who have received the ministry, there are five ministry gifts that are, their work is to the everyone who has a call and a ministry so that the everyone can fulfill their call and fulfill their ministry. Does that make sense? Does that make any sense so far? So, all of us in this room are God's children. All of us have a call. All of us have a ministry. What is your call? What is your summon? To what? To what? To salvation. So, you've been invited to experience it and to release it. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's a call. It's a summon. It's not a suggestion. It's not an offer. And also, you have received the ministry of what? Say you Why don't you want to say boldly? Somebody say reconciliation. Now, to allow you do that, or to allow all of us do that, amongst us, somebody say amongst us, he now gives gifts. Some of us, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, not to impress us, not to lord us, not to, not to show us they are the most special, but to actually serve us by equipping all of us to fulfill that call and to fulfill that ministry. Are you there so far? Are you there so far? So how does God do that? He gives gifts. Somebody say gifts. Somebody say gifts. Now, next week we'll begin to dive deep into it. But I just want to lay the bricks. In this verse, it says he gave gifts. The gifts he's talking about are people. He gave people as gifts. People, people as gifts. However, what he gave to those people as gifts are gifts that are graces. 
I hope I hope I've not confused anyone yet. Okay. Now, somebody say graces. So it gives empowerment. It gives tools for effectiveness. Tools for efficiency. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Um, is this a tool? Is this a tool? Can everybody see it? For my podcast audio only people, I am holding a, a, a card. Let me, let me, because you know, it's on camera. So I'm holding a card. I'll just flash it quickly. If you pause it and zoom in, you ain't going to see nothing. All right. Is this a card? Is it a tool for efficiency? Is it? Khakis or this for remote start people. Is this a khaki? Is it a tool for efficiency? What is this? Is it a tool for efficiency? All right. You will, you will get it. I've prayed for you. Yes. I've prayed for us. We will get it. All of us. Now, while these are some amongst us, there is something God makes available to all of us. Remember, he's giving us people, right? As gifts for us to fulfill the call. Is this too boring for you Sunday morning? Is, is this useful for you? Or you want me to, you know, say some fire things? I can say fire things too. It's okay. Okay, don't worry, we'll get to fire things shortly. Are you there? He's giving us those people as gifts to help us fulfill the call and to fulfill the ministry. Do you understand that? And he's giving those people graces. Now, what is also giving you graces? So, beside apostles, these are ministry gifts. So, let me write this as ministry gifts. These are graces. Are you with me so far? Please, if, I've, if, if I lose you, please let me know. All right? I'm going to write some things in front. Some I might not be able to write fully. I'm going to say what I'm writing. Can anybody see the challenge Pete is about to have? For number five. How do I write it? You guys are deep. Thank you. You just saved me. Like I was writing it in my brain, like teacheristic or teacheristic, you know. Are you there? <laughs> are you there so far? Now, for those who are listening on audio podcast and can't see, Besides the ministry gifts of the apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, I have written in front apostolic graces, prophetic graces, evangelistic graces, pastoral graces, and teaching graces. It is very key for you to know that although God has given you a ministry gift and has domiciled certain graces in that office, God makes those graces available to all Part time. The difference between the operating of a grace and the being a ministry gift 
is that one person is functioning from an office. Do you understand what I mean? Somebody say office. So you are going to understand why I have this here now. Now, do people have cars? Do people have cars? When you become the, let's assume we have a position called the Chief Executive Officer of KICC Canada. Let's assume we have that. Amen. Amen. Are you still with me? That sounds like a position. Right? That position has an office. Let's say the office is that place. So there is an office. Are you with me? With that office comes an official car. The person in that office is giving the keys to an official car. But other people have cars. But the person in that office has an official car. While other people are responsible for the upkeep of their own cars, the fueling and the repairs and maintenance, the owner, the organization is responsible for the official car. Do you understand it? All of us have phones, right? And we make calls. The person in that office has an official phone. Are you seeing it? While you are the one, you know, maintaining your bill and, you know, doing the upkeep of everything, the organization is responsible for the running of that phone because that phone is not your regular phone. That phone is an official phone for a highly reputable organization. This is the one that I love so much. This one. This one. Because this one, it's, this is actually a link. And its usefulness depends on what is in the back. Do you understand what I mean? means that you can have a card to an account that is zero. And you can have... So you now begin to understand John 1, verse 16. It says, of his fullness. Of his fullness. It's telling you that that account does not have limit. Of his fullness, we have received grace upon grace upon grace upon grace. Now, the person in the office has an official card. Everybody that wants a card can have a card. You just open an account, right? You open an account, right? And you get a card, right? Did you, did you see what I just did there? Now, you might not be an apostle, but you will have apostolic graces functioning on your life. It means you've not been called into that office, but you, are, you can function in the apostolic graces. You might not be called into the office of a prophet, but you know you have eyes that see. Hello, are you with me so far? So, it, it, it is not an official car, but sir, I have a car. And the car moves. Do you understand? Now, for me to get the car to move, I might have to drive to the gas station. Driving to the gas station means I might have to like pray in the spirit and summon myself for like three hours. Then my eyes are now charged. But when you meet somebody in the office, you, they can stroll out of Tim Hortons and see you clearly and say, by this time tomorrow, that's somebody functioning from their office. They don't need steering. The only example of the prophet in the, who was in the office of a prophet we needed steering. He says, get me the minstrel. Play the string softly. The only time he needed that was he was about to do a, he was about to do a reluctant. He was not really interested in that. Like that, it was, it was like, Joshua, I know that I respect you. He was not interested. So when the office, the officer in the office does not want to office their office. <laughs> Did you get it? Now, you definitely don't have to be in the office of the evangelist to, to this one, this one, hello. 
it's like saying that soul winning is for the evangelistic department. So when we get to heaven and they're, they're sharing rewards for souls, you'll say, they didn't put me in evangelism department. And everyone will say, wow, wow. You didn't win one soul. In how many years on earth with our oxygen? You used our oxygen for you in your good old age in the name of Jesus. You lived 120 years. Used our oxygen for 120 years. Not one soul. Because you are not in evangelistic department. The angels will say, well done. They will clap for you. They say, stay there first. <laughs> are you there? Pastors. You don't have to be a pastor to have pastoral graces. How many of you have met church members? They, they don't do the preaching. But the way they love and check on people, the only thing they are not doing is preaching. That's to suggest to you that preaching is very low in the hierarchy of the real functions of a pastor. A real pastor's work is other things. Preaching is one of them and is a very small part. Hello. Are you there? And then, teachers, teaching graces available for the child of God. I believe as we enter into the end of times and as we enter a dawning of a new season of end time revival, this number five is going to be what will make or break the quality and the duration of what we are calling the end time revival. Did you hear me? So I, hear, I heard a rendition of Ephesians 4.11 that I love so much. Can I, can I paraphrase it and recite to you? May I? Shall I? I may. Yes, I shall. It says he gave to them apostles that teach. Prophets that teach. Evangelists that teach. Pastors that teach. So that all of us have that responsibility. That we will not, we will not, we will not raise babies. That our churches will not be daycares. See, I am telling you, it is becoming fashionable now for the church of God to be a daycare. People who were raising giants, so that giants, raising giants is like, it's slow. It's slow, it's not profitable and it's not gathering crowds. So let's do daycare business. Daycare business is the real business that is selling and that is striving. So people are shutting down equipping centers, shutting down gyms and opening daycares and spoon feeding people who are supposed to be teachers. Didn't the author of Hebrews says that it says that by now you ought to be. That means there is a period in your developmental journey in the realm of the spirit where you shall you should you should have been well taught enough for you to now become the teacher. It says, but we come you you like like what do you want to teach? ABC. At what age? At what stage? Second Corinthians five verse eighteen in the NLT. I have to land this plane. It's the first Sunday and we are going to break the bread. It says, and all of this is a gift from God. Who brought us back to himself? Now, the root word in the Greek for grace and the root word in the Greek for gift is the same foundational word from which you get charis. Have you had charis before? You've had charis before, grace and charismata. All right, gifts. Um, the two words have a concept that everything the believer has received from God, 
was gifted to you, including your salvation. Does that make any sense to you? So when we talk about the gifts of the Spirit, we are conscious of the fact that although we might be specifically referring to a particular set of graces, it is not lost on us that everything is a gift. Do you understand that? Do you understand that so far? Are we on the same page so far? So, Mark chapter 16, verse 14 to verse 18. This is where it concerns you for today. This is where it concerns you for today. Mark 16, we read verse 14 to verse 18. It says, later he appeared to the 11. Can you see this is the post-resurrection Jesus again? Right? It says, as they sat at the table and he rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart because they did not believe those who had seen him after he had risen. Verse 15. And he said to them, it's amazing that I'm doing my introduction at the end. Just leave it. Is, is that the verse on your screen? Leave it. Titles. What are titles? What are titles? Titles. Okay, let's come to the realm of the physical. Do we have any titles in the physical? Chief. Okay, what other titles do you know? Prime Minister. Somebody said one that I like. Doctor. So that's an occupational title. So it means that ideally your title should tell us something about you. It should tell us something about your office. Let me just cut all of the chase. Your title, I, somebody say ideally, should tell us something about your office. So other titles, chief. So when you hear chief, what do you think about That's how we know the last movie you just watched. Somebody said police. So you know they just watched a fresh movie. Somebody said a village council. <laughs> so we just knew the, your, your movie list right now. But any other titles before we move on? The king would have a, will, will typically have titles. Royal Highness kind of vibes, yes. I heard something here. Mister. Mister. I like it. Is it, is it not a title? Is it, it is. It's a title. Miss too is a title. Misses is a title. Right? Right? And it is supposed to tell us something about you. About you. So, if, it, if it's mister, you know, it's suggesting that this person is most probably male. Right? And most probably married. Right? People are laughing. I was invited. Hmm, should I say it? <laughs> You're laughing. It's not, it's not that funny. It's not. <clears throat> I was invited somewhere to preach. See, there is a kind of training God will give you and hide you before exposure comes. There are some comments that your heart cannot handle yet. And God still needs your heart because your heart is how he's going to communicate with you. So, all those things, until you are ready. There are some, some of us, you are not ready for our prayer. Can you please help me celebrate our worship team? Please, please. This is my testimony, and maybe I'll share it in detail at the crossover service. There's a question that has been on my heart since December last year. And my answer came during the worship today. You, I know you are not happy for me. You don't even know. You, you, you don't know. You, you, look at them. 
Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy for you too. Thank you. <laughs> are you there so far? Hello. Are you still in church? I was invited somewhere to minister. And um, it was a big platform. Big conference. With people watching from all over the world. It's, it so happens that it was in a period that my wedding ring was not on this finger. How many of you have noticed that sometimes my wedding ring is not on this finger? You know, it, it, is it not easy to like just ask why? Like you can just ask why, right? Guess what? I don't know who sent me. I, I just like ministered. I, I'm sure people were blessed. I just went back to go and watch the service. You know, like, and I went to the comments. Somebody said he went to the comments. Why did I go to the comments? I don't know. My wedding ring was on this finger. On this finger. So it was, it's not like I left my ring at home. Which I actually do sometimes. So it was on, somebody said it was on this finger. And then somebody just put in the comments. That's, that pastor, that's the pastor preaching, you know, in the comments. Said that pastor is married. Why is he wearing his ring on the wrong finger? I wanted to say, of all the rev and the deep things that have been passed in this message, the only thing you noticed is that that pastor is married and he... But I, I know where the comment was coming from. You know the way you see a young man who is giving vibes of Holy Ghost? You now want to go and check the hand. Are they available or not? So maybe you thought they were available. The person just... And as I was saying... Now, so wait. Is he left or right? I say the person has sports prayer points now. So... There's, that, that's my rationalization for the comment. You like it? I'm getting better, right? Thank you, thank you. Are you there? Hello, are you there? Are you there? Your title ideally should point to your office. But hear me, in this matter, in this matter, titles have lost their pointing ability because we have abused titles. It means that you can find somebody who goes by apostle something and there is not one apostolic grace let alone having the office to function from. So don't allow yourself to be trapped by titles. There are many great men of God today. They go by pastor. Pastor. They have spiritual children that be a bishop. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't hear what I just said? <laughs> you didn't hear what I just said? Your spiritual son is bishop. So bishop comes to papa and says, let me just move on and stay on the word. Do you understand what I'm saying? When you find, now listen, this is where spiritual things get interesting. When you find a man or a woman who is insistent on titles, you've met a small person. But it does not mean they are not anointed. You've just met a small person. You go to some places and the person will not stand up. Have to introduce me properly. Oh, we have in our midst today is the resident pastor of KICC in Toronto, um, a powerful man of God. When he ministers, rounds shake, heavens open, demons quake, fires blaze. Distinguished ladies and gentlemen, with Jesus' joy and with a resounding applause, can you give it up for the only pastor that is like me, pastor? No, you have to introduce me properly. Me, pastor? No. I carry apostolic graces. Do you know how many cities I've been to in the last six weeks? No, I'm not even joking now. Do you know? <laughs> you can't call me bad. If you invite, if you introduce me as pastor to the stage, <laughs> forget it. You have to introduce the great apostle. 
great apostle. She's like, I'm not going to get up. So the person says, oh, we're sorry, we're sorry, we're sorry. We didn't introduce him properly. We are here. You know, the great apostle. Say, don't, they, don't they know that he's also a doctor? You have to say it. Introduce him properly. Honor the grace. Somebody say, I celebrate grace. So you have to honor the grace properly. Honor. So they now go back. Now, you now see paper. People sharing paper. Passing the paper. Apostle doctor. Apostle doctor. The only, the only, the only issue is that we are not even sure if any graces will be released. You've insisted so much on your title. We are not sure again. Back in the days, evangelist was the one in vogue. Back in the days, but evangelist is not fancy again. This pastor, pastor, now, hello, hello. Prophet, that's why you're laughing. <laughs> are you there? The one Jesus committed to all of us, we don't want. Isn't that fanciful? Teacher. He's giving vibes of chalk and blackboard with tie. Did you notice pretty well a tie today? Uh -huh. That's the vibes he's giving. You know, he's giving vibes of your reward is in heaven. Did they see it? Did, did they see it? Okay, you saw it. Okay. Hello. We are, hello, for those who are joining us for the first time, we are a serious church, trust me. And is what you see is the joy of the Lord at work, right? It's only God that is making them. There's no gas. Is there any gas, Spirit? Only God's gas, right? It's the laughter of the Spirit. You know, you shouldn't come strong in into God's house. And you also live strong in. And if you don't know what strong in is, you will need the joy of the Holy Ghost to explain it to you. Are you there? Hello, are you there? Now, can we, can we end this on a serious note? Can we? It says in Mark 16, verse 15, And he said to them, Go into all the world. Remember the agenda of the one who descended and ascended and gave gifts is to fill all in all, the entire universe. So he says, go, go, go into all the world. Preach the gospel to every creature. He says in verse 16, he who believes and is baptized will be saved. This is why we need sound teachers. Next week, we'll get into it. Do you know every denomination, every sect, every outbranching is always connected to an interpretation slash misinterpretation of scriptures? For instance, this line contains the line of a popular denomination. I'll just go on. Because it says, he who believes and is baptized will be saved. Many people don't understand what is baptized doing there. And what does it mean? It says, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Why does he not say he who does not believe and, do, and is not baptized? It says in verse 17, he's now talking about those that you preached to and they believed. Are those the people we are talking about here? In verse 17, it says, these signs will follow those who believe. They might not have an official phone, but they will have phones. Oh, 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 is somebody still in church today? They might not have an official car, but it does not mean they are not driving. It says that there is the basic, I call it the believer starter pack. There is, a, there is a basic experience of all of this that is available to you with or without an office. It says there are signs that will follow you, the child, you, 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 the child of God, no title. You. It says, in my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents 
And if they drink any deadly thing, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and the sick will recover. They won't have big sounding titles, but I have given them the believer's starter pack. It's not an official car, but there's a car key there. It's not an official phone, but there's an official phone there. It's not the official organizational card, but there's a card there. They can lay hands. They, they can, the life they have received is a valid life. And they can minister it to their world. So, while gifts have been sent to you, gifts have been given to you, will your world see Jesus through you? Or will you say, I've not been called, I've not been called. Yeah, hello, you've been called. This five, we will take it further. Because this call is not that general call. And it's amazing that even when you receive this call, God is so orderly in his protocol. Okay, who called, who called Paul? Saul, in Acts chapter 9. Who called him? Jesus himself, right? I, I was trying not to get into definitions. Do you know what this means? Apostle? Apostolos. It means the one we sent. That's what it means. But sent in an official capacity. Because all of us have been sent. But all of us are not in the office of the apostle. Do you understand what I just said? Jesus called him and sent him. He didn't go to church the next day. Guys, in one of my encounters, Jesus came to me. He didn't call me by my first name. He said, Apostle, henceforth, somebody say henceforth, in this church, PD, PD, leave, let's, let's just leave PD and honor the grace on his life. But he does not get it. That Jesus appeared to me. Jesus appeared to me. Have you seen Jesus? Have you seen Jesus? He, he walked into my room. We ate together. We broke bread. And he has sent me. Therefore, I am an apostle to the nation of Canada. Do you know with what Jesus told him? Jesus sent him to a man. And having sent him to a man, he plugged himself into the church. The church now did the sending. As they ministered unto the Lord in prayers and fastings, the Holy Spirit spoke and said, Unto me, Paul and Barnabas, for the work to which I have called them. Oh, wow. So there's work to which you've called them. But now the church does the separating and descending, even though Jesus did the calling. So beware of loose cannons. When you say, well, where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there. That's not the definition of a church. Every church is not, the, the definition of church is not numerical definition. There is always the presence of an office. You didn't hear me? There are so many people who have experienced church hurt. They've confided in pastor. Oh, pastor, this is what I'm going through. And that's what I'm going through is the sermon next week, Sunday. Some have experienced emotional abuse, physical abuse. In God's house, sexual abuse. So they're like, I love Jesus, but I'm done with the church. See, that statement, as nice as it sounds, uh, uh, do, you, do you understand my language? Uh, 
it, it does not go. Do you love Jesus? You must. Maybe not that church, but the church. There is a place for you in God's body. If you go out of rebellion to start your own movement, see two of us who are studying together, three of us, we just pray the real way, the old apostolic way, early church way. You know, we break everything, we share everything, we own nothing, you own nothing. You know, we just do it, you know, as the Spirit leads. And there is no, there is no officer in an office in that place. You are, you are, you are like the, the, the vision of the, of the, of the, of the copier, of the baker. You are carrying valuable substance on your head without covering. Birds can come and perch it. There is no office there. So enjoy your prayer groups. Enjoy your Bible study groups. It is not a church. Okay, they said Peter should round up now. They don't, they don't like this. They don't like this. Have you been blessed this morning? Are you glad you came to church this morning? Do you feel like God gave you any gifts and graces? Do you feel like there are people you've been sent to? Do you know? Do you know? Uh, we've talked about titles. We've talked about offices. We've not talked about mantle. My generation likes the sound of mantle. The more people just hear mantle. Ah! Mm, mm. Mantle. Mantle. Yeah. Uh, we will get there. Somebody say we'll get there. Let me tell you, but please be in church next week Sunday. Tell them, please don't miss next week Sunday. Do you have your own starter pack? Glory to Jesus. It's changing everything. In obedience to Christ. Thank you. Let's see. Rearranging everything. In obedience to Christ. Arranging everything. In obedience to Christ. And he's the Holy Ghost. Spirit of the living. And he's the Holy Ghost. Scepter of the King of Kings. He's the Holy Ghost. He's the Holy He's the seal. The seal of the age to come. Changing everything. It's changing everything. In obedience to Christ. In obedience to Christ. Ah. I was going to mention this next week, but the Lord will have me say it now. It says the New Testament office of the prophet is sent to the body. It says private personal prophets are out of line. Did you hear me? They are prophetic gifts to the body. Men and women that God, God put in that office and he makes them a blessing to the body. Do you understand? And I say this with every sense of, of, of acknowledgement. We are honored to have one of such in our midst today. Somebody who sits in that office. Gifts to the body. Not that you have a place. You now have a personal private prophet. That is, uh, that is out of line. That is not the New Testament order. And we need to sound it loud to the body of Christ. Because we have many going to church on Sunday. But before they can even cough, they need to take permission from their prophet. Their prophet has no church. 
their prophet has no pastor. He, the, the, the person is functioning under the grace of disorder. I don't know why I'm jumping the gun, but I, I sense an urgency right now because somebody's life might be at stake. In the New Testament, we've not just been called to be sensitive to false prophets. We've been called to be sensitive to false prophecies. Uh, did you hear what I just said? Not just false prophets, but false prophecies. Because in the moment of time, a true prophet may release something that is not a true prophecy. And that will often happen when it's outside. See, the father of this house knows what he's doing. When he built his house and he sets men, women, in families, he knows what he's doing. It's for your protection. Don't you think it would be nice if all of us have personal prophets? Look at, look at it. Think about it. Don't you think it would be nice? Okay. You have somebody you can call tomorrow to know whether you should apply to that job or not. Whether you should travel next week. Whether you should say yes to that guy or not. Amen. Amen. Like somebody you can call. People like that kind of private prophets. Their church, they will not give offering. They will not give tithe. They will take fat seeds to the prophets. Say thank you. Thank you, man of God. Personal prophets. One day, the, the, you will be personalized out of God's plan for your life. You will now look back and say, I should have been wise. I should have listened. I should have stayed in the place of stability. In the place of establishment. Strange in everything. In obedience, in obedience to Christ. Realigning. Realigning everything. In obedience to Christ. Oh, this is a strong beckon for the body of Christ. He's moving everything. Yeah. These are the days of his glory, the days of his power. In obedience to Christ. He's building, rebuilding. In accordance with the original apostolic blueprint. In obedience to Christ. He's resetting everything. In obedience. In obedience. He's aligning everything. Aligning. In obedience to Christ. He's reshaping everything. Reshaping. Christ. I hear this. He's shaking everything. Let's get there. Shaking everything. Yeah, just stay there for a minute. He's shaking, he's shaking, he's shaking. My God. My God. He's shaking everything. He's shaking everything. He's shaking everything. He's shaking everything. He's shaking. He's shaking. He's shaking everything. In obedience, in obedience to Christ. All over the room, if you can, please rise on your feet. He's moving everything. Is adjusting. Is adjusting. Is adjusting. Oh, I hear the Spirit of the Lord say, even though you did not discuss mantles today, 
he says ain't nothing wrong with them experiencing before learning the theory there are many 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 in scriptures and in early church history without a title without an office they did exploits in god's kingdom they just saw god's word and they believed it that's all i can lay hands on the sick i'll lay hands on the sick i can raise the dead i'll raise the dead you call me pastor call me apostle call me prophet call me evangelist i know i have been sent i've been sent to a city i've been sent to a people i've been sent to a generation father we come by your blood we come boldly to the place of your presence the first summon is the summon to experience your life to become the new creation if you're under the sound of my voice and you've not received that life or you thought you did <laughs> but nothing changed nothing changed you can't touch electricity and nothing will change you can't enter into a place kilometers away from where there's a nuclear leak and not see a difference how much more the very life of God is here with us today and it has pleased him to make that life available if that is you it might be your first time or you are just sensing the need to rededicate your life someone is saying no i have i have real problems i have urgent issues when will this pastor get to releasing releasing i know he's anointed let me just, just release some things hello hello the grace this month is to make you a releaser you do understand what i just said that you you will be the releaser this this idolization and over dependence on offices it has it, it, number one is wearing people out and for those that have permitted themselves to be worn out we are they are now seeing themselves as the new jesus if i'm not there nothing happens if i don't come to your house that person will remain sick a house where there's a child of god a house where there's a carrier of his glory no 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 it's changing everything in obedience to ah 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 I'm seeing life flowing but it's moving it's moving like wind I can't explain it and the Lord said those graces that you spoke about now that they know that they don't have to do it in the capacity of an office he said many of my children have been pushing back pushing back pushing back pushing back they thought they had to start a church they thought they had to go to bible school they thought they didn't just know it's a gift i've given it to you to serve your world so father we say a new yes today for your sons and your daughters who have pushed back graces that have their names on it father i ask in your mercy for a release once again a release once again a release that the prophetic company i didn't say the prophets but the prophetic company amongst us will arise in their ranks the apostolic company the evangelistic company the pastoral the teachers that will carry the graces 
now that they know it does not have to be in an official capacity father in your mercy we cry out once again that the rains will fall upon the ones it has pleased you to use in these times in this season in obedience to Christ I am saying some are hungry some are hungry and it's going to fill you it's going to fill you you hear me it's coming for the young and the old it's coming for the men and the women you might be saying i should have heard this a long time ago when i was much younger you hear me your your age now is the perfect age for him to work with he says you are not late you are not late don't buy that lie it's true we've missed some 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 important timing he says but there's work to do ain't no time to cry over spilt milk it's time to forge ahead to forge ahead to forge ahead holy ghost these are the sons and the daughters that you are consecrating setting apart for your glory that now they know who they are without the weight of a title now they know who they are now they know who they are they are called now they know who they are ambassadors kingdom agents and representatives deployed into spaces to serve the will of the master the one who feels all in all his plan is all creation Woo! thank you Jesus everything in obedience to Christ if you are here and you've not received the life of Christ quickly please say after me Lord Jesus or you sense a need or gent needs to rededicate Lord Jesus I believe you are the son of God thank you for dying for my sins thank you for taking my place in the grave I believe you are alive today and ask that you live in me that you live through me I receive eternal life in my spirit I confess you as my Lord and Savior by your grace I'll live the rest of my days for you in Jesus name we have prayed Amen be blessed by the sermon and if you would love to be a part of what God is doing in our midst feel free to join us on Sundays at 10 a.m. or Wednesdays at 7 p.m. to be a part of the giving you can give our email at info, I-N-F-O, at kicccanada.ca or through our website at www.kicccanada.ca slash donate. God is doing amazing things in our midst and we look forward to seeing you soon. Remember you are a champion. God bless you.